Hello, welcome to this week's episode of Australian Transformers Weekly, your first stop and last best poop for Transformers news in Australia. This is episode 143, and we're recording live on February 23rd, 2018. Tonight, we are looking at the final reveals from Toy Fair and also looking at some of the Wonderfest stuff that came out this past weekend as well from Takara. All that and much, much more coming up after this. I'm Brad Ostrom Prime. Tonight's joined by our internet hassled Max over in South Australia. Hello, Max. Hello, Brad. You One day we'll get it you. right. One day. Yeah, but maybe <laughs> that's about all I'll say tonight because I'm assuming Telsh is just going to cut out at some point. You're using bandwidth, so. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and that Dr. Evil Maniacal laugh is. One of our casual guests that uh, hasn't been show. on for a little while. <laughs> yeah, friend of the show, that'll do. Um, the groovy guy himself. Howdy. Hello, Brad, and hello, Max, and hello, everyone watching and or listening and or hearing this through some sort of weird drum device. It's a pleasure to be here again, and I hope everyone's been well. Hello. If, uh, if you can hear us through your fillings, then there is an issue. <laughs> 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 you haven't been on for a while, man. What are you up to? Uh, just the usual, waiting for Australian retail to get some uh, modern figures in, and uh, just doing some reviews and doing some purchasing. That's the way. Doing better than me. <laughs> but then that's not hard. Ah, oh, Max, <laughs> you're a handsome man. Don't put yourself down that often, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, once I get back from this trip in a fortnight, I'll be able to spend money again. It'll be good. There you go. Yeah. Where are you headed? Broken hell. Oh, you go fix it. <laughs> I wasn't aware it was broken. <laughs> it's in the name. Yeah, you, you oh. know what else is in the name? The, the hill. Okay, go go there and tell me if you can find a single hill. I was going to say I'm pretty sure there is actually no hill there. Is it Except broken. for some of the mullocapes. It's been removed for repairs. <laughs> I might be Max thinking Hager. Swan Hill, but it's all rural Victoria to me. Uh, there's no hill at Swan Hill on it, either, from memory. <laughs> but I'll find it when in, I go through there next Friday. I live in an area called Thornley, and I'm the only prick around. And I was in Thorn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the puns are coming. The puns are coming. Can maintain my <laughs> around here. <laughs> Come back, Jason. We miss you. Max, what goes on in the land of the battery? Uh, not too much. I went and saw Black Panther over last week, which was a very pleasant surprise. Like One of the better MCU movies. I was a bit worried about it, just because the trailers didn't look that good, and anyone who left a negative review was called a racist, but turns out mm-hmm. that there's a reason it had so many positive reviews, which is it's a seriously good movie. I agree. Call, call me racist. They, uh, they brought on, they brought on the Blade CG team. I'll leave it there. Yeah. Okay. I, I said seriously, going to be there is at least one serious issue, and that so it looks like it came from a PlayStation Two. I'll say Tomb Raider: The Cradle of Life, but anyway. 
<laughs> so <laughs> I'm now racist uh, or hate mail to transformerscca.com and uh, I'll go back to enjoy Iron Man 1. S- send him your thoughts because he would like to get an email every once in a while. <laughs> and just and just to fill just to fill the Jason Dig quota for tonight. No, I have not seen it. <laughs> <laughs> so, shall we get into some stuff that I have seen? I bet I bet Jason is seeing this and he's like, Jesus, I really need to get back on that show. <laughs> gone for two weeks, so oh, uh, I do apologise. We'll try. Yeah, we'll try. We'll try. <laughs> Please, Christ, yes. Um, let's talk about some Transformers. Bot shots this week. There we go. Bot shots this week. Uh, return to form for uh, Mr. Adam Templeton, our uh, club secretary in Melbourne. The quote I was Nemesis riding Nemesis, where we've got uh, the generations. No, it's not. What prime is that? <laughs> Someone it might be robots in disguise. Yeah, I think he's customized it. Two thousand. Has he? Yeah. Oh no, that might be another one. I remember someone posted in the group this week or last week that they um, oh no, it was bot shots last week. They done this same paint scheme on a prime, the okay. Nemesis version. But it's on the uh, the Nemesis Beast Wars two mammoth. I think Beast it's Wars Transformers two. Universe Nemesis. Oh, that could be a custom as well. The Woolly Mammoth. Uh, I think it's yeah. Official. I, I think it's Transformers Universe Nemesis. Prime Mammoth Convoy. <laughs> yeah, one of those ones. All I know is I've got I've got that toy, but it's Ultra Mammoth. Nemesis Ultra Mammoth. <laughs> oh, last sure, time we had this, that it yeah. take me five minutes to like five seconds to Google, but it's beast. Yeah, so uh, Google's too far away. Last time um, we rendered this issue in the pregame, I actually messaged. Uh, the winner to find out what exactly the bots were, and I haven't done that this week, so uh, sucks for me. Um, I think we covered it well. Yeah, so good work, Adam. You're uh, in the February draw. Um, I need to check the calendar because I don't know what happens here with the week not ending in the month, so there might be a draw tomorrow night. We'll see what happens with that. We're going to move swiftly on. And get to the news. Straight into news. Hasbro news. That will take us into some news. What news comes from by yonder? Moving on into some news. Now, Way, hey, hey, goodbye. Sorry, continue. There was a uh, interview out of toy fair with uh, some of the Hasbro higher-ups. Everything I read was only the fact that Transformers 6 has been removed from the upcoming movie slate. I never, No one actually confirmed in any interviews that I read that no, the Transformers are one, getting a reboot, and two, there's not going to be something after B. Yeah, yeah they, never, they never specified um, like if there was how many movies there are going to be afterwards. Like, they didn't deny that there's going to be a movie that comes after B. Somewhere movie. that um, movie six and I think maybe even movie seven were definitely out. The After Bumblebee, the, the next Transformers movie, the, the soonest it could be will be 2022 and they're going to be going in a new direction. 
Yeah, because they um, when the whole writers room come together for the last night, there was the last night there was Bumblebee, which was number six, and then Transformers Seven were going to get over three years. So yeah. Bumblebee was this year, and then Transformers Seven was going to be next year. Yeah. Um, that's that's the problem. They're saying here Transformers Six. Well, Bumblebee was always tagged Transformers Six, so yeah. it's Transformers Seven that's been removed from next year's slate, which is 2019. Mm. So, a lot of fans have seen this as a reason to celebrate. Mm-hmm. Uh, goodbye, Michael Bay. Hasbro yes. apparently are going to have a bigger input into their movie line. It's good to see take his interest in it. Like, is it? I guess it means that you know. Hopefully, there's some creative oversight. Which, given the state of the MCU, I it's not something I thought I'd hear myself saying. But after a lot of the stuff that Michael Bay's done, we really do. Like, you feel like you need someone to clamp down on it for whatever comes next. Well, when I when I got to the end of um, the last night, Christ, I blocked it from my memory for a second. Um, I was sort of. You're gonna like, say you're gonna say the last Jedi, weren't you? No, I was gonna say the last time I hope to see a Michael Bay movie. Um, I was gonna say the way the movie ended, they sort of wrote themselves into a corner which they can't really, yeah, get out of without yeah. having to reboot the entire movie series or destroy Earth. <laughs> yeah, well, there's, yeah, there's very little they could do from that. It's like a cool concept, but. Where do you go? Also, the entire premise of movie six would be a plot hole because you've got <laughs> Cybertron attached to Earth and somehow they're not both being destroyed. Yeah, and you've got Unicron can... sort of went dormant and over time he's sort of gone all screwed up. I can defend that because the big steel ball, it's not actually a planet. Well, yeah, I know, but you know, they, they say at, in the movie like when Unicron sort of came to be like all the spikes are in one way and then like in the present day they're sort of all gone screwed up yeah that's because the continents drifted but that 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 means his mouth's all twisted and broken and all (laughs) over the place so yeah yeah i mean transformers prime got away with having unicron as earth but that was probably the only way you could really have that those two things be the same and do it well i don't think anything else could do it well but even then, it sort of just it happened in the end of season one, then it was forgotten. Yeah, they sort of sent him back into Nine Eyes, and that was it. Yeah, well, that threat was always there. So we got the Bumblebee. <laughs> we got the Bumblebee movie coming out this year. Surprising, here we are, at the end of February. We still haven't seen a trailer for it. It comes out in two months' time. So no, it's coming out. There was a sizzle. December, isn't it? According to that date. No, it should be May. There's Transformers December? Bumblebee 12, 21, 2018. That's December 21st. That's, I, could have, oh. I thought it was coming out in July. So. Yeah, <laughs> that's actually. weird. Maybe they've pushed the release date back to help accommodate the, um, you know, the new uh, movie slate. That might explain why we've seen no Bumblebee figures at Toy Fair that we'll get to in a minute for the Bumblebee movie. And why we haven't seen a trailer, I, I always thought it was early or mid-year. It was a summer release. I didn't know it was getting pushed back to Star Wars time. It's pretty much taken the Star Wars bracket. Solo's come forward and it's gone back. Yeah, so uh, TF Wiki does have it 
listed as uh, December 21st. So I guess it, it has definitely been pushed back for now. So now, we, now it's a Christmas movie. All right. <laughs> I suppose it's good, you know, drawing the uh, summer crowds and everything. Drawing mm. the Christmas crowds. Yeah. One last cash grab. It's interesting that they um, they uh, release it so close to Christmas, though, because I feel like you're not going to get as many people, you know, especially this is going to be have a more, you know, kid-friendly focus. So you get a lot of families taking their kids, which you feel, I feel like it'd be, reduced if it's you know not as many families are going to take their kids to movies you know four days before christmas yeah so yeah. like it's going to it's going to do well in the box office but that might not translate to uh toy sales because it's so close to christmas mm. Which i'm not sure why they've actually gone to that date because there isn't last i recall there isn't really any big budget you know blockbusters aiming for christmas this year like the past well, couple of years, it's just been Star Wars. But all the Christmas Marvel... seen as a dead zone for movies? Unless Sorry? you're Star Wars. Yeah, Christmas well, is yeah. generally... Or Lord of the Rings. Yeah. It's, it's pretty much just uh, uh, Hasbro. Couple, but... Here you go. That they throw in to really big movies that they know can survive outside of the summer box office in the States. This could just be Hasbro Paramount saying we've lost confidence in the live action series. We've sort of cut it off, but we've still got this one movie we have to show. We don't have much hope for it, so we're just going to put it in a, in with the Christmas crowd. And there's there's some signs pointing exactly towards that, with um the Bumblebee movie figures being lumped in with the movie master or the studio series, so they yeah. don't have their own line. So they're not making a lot of toys for it. I, I I feel like that isn't necessarily a bad thing. Like, you know, even with Hasbro's things for you know Star Wars and Marvel movies, they still mix them in with like Star Wars stuff from the new movies gets mixed in with original trilogy stuff. You know, Marvel movie figures get mixed in with comic book stuff. Like it's basically it seems like for a smaller movie than the previous five, it's just going to take a more conservative approach to a toy line, I guess, especially with a smaller cast. Well, that's it. You haven't got the characters for one, so... Um, yeah, I mean, look, in terms of rebooting the movie series, I feel like it, you can look at it both ways, because you know, it, there's been a lot of bad in these films, but there's also been a lot of good stuff. Like, for every I'm directly beneath the enemy scrotum, there's a forest battle. <laughs> You know, <laughs> that every uh, Romeo Agent and Juliet Spindley. scene, there's uh, <laughs> Transformers 4 soundtrack. Like, there's been some really, really great stuff that has been unfortunately yeah. marred in the public view by Michael Bay being Michael Bay. Mm. And I hope, I hope no matter what direction they go in, that um, Steve Jablonski's back um it was interesting with um justice league denny elfman com- was sort of talking in interviews post justice league when they asked him about him reusing the superman the john williams superman and his own batman themes for those characters in that film again something i've not seen um he was saying these movies have rebooted so many times why have new themes for these characters when the classic themes should be ageless and reflect that character no matter what film they're in 
all the Batman, he, he was saying all the Batman should have the his Batman theme and all the Superman films should have the John Williams theme, no matter if it's Brendan Ralph, Henry Cavill, or um, Christopher Reeve. So I don't know how that Denny Elfman theme would go in The Dark Knight. That'd be a little <laughs> bit different. But, <laughs> but like the Spider-Man films, yeah, like no the way that, um, Michael Giacchino but, put in, instead of remixed the these um, uh, TV show theme at the start of Homecoming. I wasn't going to bring him into this. <laughs> he needs to stop. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we'll leave that there. Um, Fair enough. G.I. Joe, Micronauts, Dungeon and Dragons, or something in 2021. Any excitement there? I, I imagine the Hasbro event film would be something along the lines of Revolution, where they bring all these properties together. For G.I. Joe. Yeah, and maybe transfer oh, the... there as well. Oh, for the 2021 film. Yeah. Because I know in... for the crossovers in the comics, Transformers is always like, the main factor that links them all together. So hopefully this event film might be a good pretense for them to just jump right back into the story. And well, they could do. Well, they've kept on saying they want to make a universe. Yeah, just sort of fresh that, that world and hit the ground running. That event film that could sort of introduce these newer reimaginings of Transformers, sort of like what they've done with Spider-Man in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh, he showed up in Avengers, and then he got his own movie. The new Transformers mm-hmm. could show up in this event film, and then have their own movie next year or the year after that. Yeah, yeah like. I, I think after Avengers, everyone expects that cinematic universes are going to be like, they're going to follow that same pattern. But we haven't, you know, Justice League basically just went, nah, screw that. We'll, you know, one of the earliest movies in our franchise, we'll throw all our cards on the table and then do the individual movies after. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess these guys are going to get the same way. (laughs) Yeah. And it's sort of, you could use the Marvel template, not building on films to have a big crossover or anything, but you use that template and have have someone at Hasbro or Paramount go, right, you can direct this first one, you need to start here and you need to finish here and you need to have these characters in it, go. Hmm. And so do what the Marvel films do. So they got let the directors tell their story, but it has to add something to this overall story. Yeah. Because like- it's sort of, it's one of the problems with, the Transformers franchise that we've had so far is it's just been, we're going to make this one, and if it's successful, we're going to make another one. If it's successful, we're going to, and just keep on going. They might sit there and say we're going to do a plan a trilogy out of it or something, or George Lucas it, but nothing's consistent between the films really, except for some of the character designs. <laughs> so didn't they get like didn't they get like a writing room of all the producers yeah. and directors, and it was disbanded before anything creative could come out of it. No, they they got together. They had ideas for fourteen films, and then so the last night merged together to make the yeah. last night, and then the rest of them got abandoned. And because they threw all those ideas into the one film, that made it not se- make sense, and <laughs> we got the last <laughs> night out of it. So that's what writers' room do for you. Yeah, I, yeah. I, throughout these whole movies, though, I don't know what input Hasbro has had. There's been sort of like... there's been interviews been interviews on um 
with people behind the scene. I remember hearing one time they went with the uh, Age of Extinction, they went to Paramount or went to Michael Bay with the uh, pretty much what was the animated lockdown designs. Yeah. And then we've seen what we got out of lockdown for that. At least they kept a couple of the design elements, but... Um, kept his name, at least. Yeah. like the Even the same with the last uh, Age of Extinction again. Like The Dinobots had a lot bigger roles. They weren't as... They had a lot more colour, um, but then whether it was Mr. Bay or someone at Paramount, yeah, they, um, that all got changed and a lot of their scenes got cut from the script and that for the film as well in the end. So, because I've just seen, I've seen like reports, you know, this is how much this Transformers movie is made, this is how much that much Transformers movie is made. I haven't seen anything from Hasbro saying, yes, we're happy, yes. It's oh, they'll they'll say in interviews that yes, we love what Mr. Bay has done with this film and that because they're selling toys, they won't sit there and yeah. say he's a yeah. lunatic and jeopardize. The... <laughs> Otherwise, we'd probably get the last night. So, well, it's good to see that it seems like they're tr- trying to take a more creative role in their cinematic universe. Yeah, it seems odd that they you know, they've cancelled all their Transformers movies that were going to be one a year. But now they're gonna really take some risks and go all out on the cinematic universe. Yeah, and the Carter universe. We got Cyberverse coming out this year. We've got Carol Primes coming out this year, and uh, yeah, a couple of other things as well. So it'll be interesting to see how at the end of this year what the uh, Transformers cinematic universe and uh, TV universe looks like. Yeah, and just like as a little finisher. If this is the end of the um, Transformers film franchise, then I feel like we've it's a pretty good swan song for it because we're, we're going to get another movie that's going to be finally not directed by Michael Bay mm-hmm. and then we're getting not only a main line that's just an anniversary going back and filling all the gaps in our movie collection, but we're also getting a masterpiece line and a whole bunch of third-party movie figures. So it's somehow, mm. it's still a decent time to be a movie fan. I just hope they don't go in completely the opposite direction. In terms of the way, in terms of their approach to movies. Well, just, yeah, just design, ideas, themes. The success of the films proved that sort of, for the most part, they were doing the right thing. Just, Just work on that story. And have an think, end goal. I think what the movie's proved is you can put Transformers on something. People will come see it, bag the absolute crap out of it, and it will still make a lot of money. Hmm. Sort of, yeah. I just don't want to. I just don't want ten wheelies going against each other as Autobots <laughs> and Decepticons with Eddie Murphy no, as Jazz and no more skids and mudflap character types. From no, this time the they'll, be played, they'll be played by someone, don't you worry. Kevin Hart. <sighs> I was going to say Miley Cyrus, but okay. Oh. Um, <laughs> RC is Miley Cyrus. No, Miley Cyrus <laughs> is RC. <laughs> anyway, we've spent way too much time on that. Um, yeah. We'll see what happens by the end of the year. But uh, thank you, Mr. Bay. You've given us, as Max said, some uh, some high highs and some very low lows. Very, 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 very deep lows. 
<laughs> Between the leg lows, ball swinging. <laughs> I'm beneath the enemy scrotum. <laughs> this past week, uh, one of the main things we were looking forward to from Toy Fair was uh, Hasbro's official releases of, or images of the uh, movie studio series. And uh, we got to see Blackout, Leader Class, Voyager Class, Optimus Prime, Voyager Starscream, Deluxe, Autobots, Bumblebee, Jazz, Ratchet, Decepticons, Crowbar, Stinger, and Lockdown, and a Leader Grimlock as well. So we'll talk about Blackout for a start. We haven't really seen a lot of Blackout before Toy Fair, just some hints at him. Um, oh, there was the unpainted prototype a few months ago, but this is the first, I think, full color. This is... You know, we know that this is blackout. This is what we're getting. Yeah. Well, why did we get this in the first film? <laughs> this <laughs> looks fantastic. It's a, it's a 10-year running joke that's finally come to fruition. Yeah. Yeah. yeah seriously, it looks amazing. I almost feel like I, I wish he was better just because he's been such a long time coming. <laughs> you know, just a couple of panels seem a bit out of place, but just on the whole, and what a figure. That looks sensational. Yeah. Looks, looks like the, uh, the figure Ankle we've deserved, but not the one we got. <laughs> and all those painted red eyes. Yeah. Oh, there's just so much detail they've crammed into him. Like, I'm amazed that you know, they're able to get him looking, you know, this movie accurate at a retail price point. It's but nice that he's got his... Um... He's such a bulky and unconventional design, but he's still packed with posability. Yeah. It also looks nice that because I've got the Voyager toy, and I don't know if you guys have got it, but when transforming from helicopter to robot, you remove that top piece. It's got the main blade and the back blade, and that sort of becomes like a backpack, and it can also become like an over-the-shoulder spinning cannon in the Voyager toy. So it looks nice that it's actually sort of all incorporated into a, yeah. the robot mode, there's no parts forming involved. That score looks amazing. Surprising they haven't got a backpack photo, but yeah, just added added detail to the little Scorpionok that uh, in the other, in the original one went under the back of it there. I wonder yeah, if it just spring. tucks in. Yeah. Mm. Well, there was the two, yeah, the two gimmicks. He had a little button on the tail rotor you push to make the rotor spin, and he had the launch button at the back to um, open the back of the helicopter up for Scorpionok to fall out, but and he had another gimmick where if you took like the biggest Scorpionok, you can actually attach them. And whenever you spun the blades on Blackout, Scorpionok's pinches was in. was really stupid. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is just... It looks fantastic. Yeah, and um, we talked a couple of weeks ago too with the Megatron discussing whether or not it was going to be a cardboard or a plastic stand. Uh, that's confirmed to be a cardboard stand with the uh, cardboard background, of course. I imagine yeah. a lot of us will just be, you know, leaving these in the boxes. Yeah, oh. <laughs> yeah. I don't. I don't think many would have room on their display shelf to have all of these just individually. I might, you know, put one up along the back of each movie shelf, but beyond that, straight in the box. Yeah. And I appreciate the size of a backdrop is good too. Like it. It's not really tight around what is still a very large figure. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. He looks huge no matter what you put with him at the moment. Yeah. Wait till you see him next to Grimlock. Uh, down. 
I was going to say it was a group shot. Um, Prime, I don't think we really need to talk about him. He's not that he good. He looks like he's taken unnecessary. Serious downgrade yeah. from um, like Revenge of the Fallen. I feel like it's, Prime. it's certainly a good-looking figure, but we've had two excellent voyages of this design already, yeah. um, and it's just an unnecessary downgrade. It looks pretty unremarkable. Yeah. Oh, I think I think it looks yeah. like a. Aside from a backpack, it looks like a really good Voyager oh. Prime. It's just that we've what had mold is it? Much be- it's a brand new one. Yeah, it's a new one. I was going to say because we haven't had a Voyager Prime like this. Yeah. Looks like Revenge of the Well, yeah, we yeah. got the Revenge of a Fallen one, which has the same alt mode and bot mode, and then Age of Extinction yeah. gave us the same robot mode. And both of those were practically perfect, whereas this guy, sure, he looks good, but after already having those two, what's the point? I agree. Yeah. Oh, there's a nice little Revenge of the Fallen callback, I think. Yeah, he must get yeah, He comes with the forest battle, it would appear. Oh, yeah. The, the forest is on fire, but he is not. <laughs> <laughs> um, Starscream. Just like that. It just looks like an upgraded deluxe, really. I think it said it's a Voyager, um, but it's got that it's a Voyager, but they've used like the deluxe mold from I think Dark of the Moon and just made it bigger. It yeah, looks like, a lot like it. Some new engineering yeah. in like the for the way the weapons are designed and because the know, original the shoulders, it, original Voyager at, didn't have hands. Yeah, you look at his armpits and the crotch and the uh, lower legs. And it's all the exact same engineering from the Dark of Moon Deluxe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I just love them sort of gold accents on his shoulders and the missiles, though. I think, yeah, I think the detail is definitely the highlight here, especially the sort of fading paint across the. That looks mode. awesome. Mm. That jet mode. Just he, hasn't got, he hasn't got it's the Cybertronian tattoos either. Yeah. Looks like he's got the uh, Mission City backdrop. Yeah, so meant to be a movie one, movie one star scream. I think that's what this whole line is, isn't it? Because you got blackout, Optimus, no, Prime. Star Prime's forest battle sets, Revenge of the Fall. Oh, uh, yeah, it's my bad. All encompassing. Yeah. Now, this is the uh, the new, no, Bumblebee's off the da- the last night mold, Bumblebee. apparently. He, he's supposed to, he's a brand new mold that uses the same engineering. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Another jazz. Why has he got a, a shield? Because that's what he had in the movie. Yeah, he's got like yeah. it's it's an actual gun, but it's got a massive great shield attached to it. Yeah. And Ratchet's brought the pizza. He's finally got his spinning blades that he's used once. <laughs> he's brought the pizza and a massive plank on his back. Yeah, that's. I still I think the original movie Ratchet. Voyager, I think I still preferred as my best or preferred ratchet. It is um, yeah. with that ratchet because be, aside from that backpack, he looks really solid. Yeah. Mm. And again, with all these bots, just the detail, added detail to them. You got the silver inlay in, in Jazz's legs. Oh, yeah. Um, and I love painted headlights. Like, while the lower legs aren't doing that much for me on Jazz, I look at, you know, the sort of the head and shoulder area. 
yeah it looks so movie accurate it you almost think you can't transform like yeah both jazz and b don't have ankles by looks for yeah i think b has forward and backward articulation but Actually, if you look at Jazz's foot, it looks like they took this photo just as he was falling backward. Yeah. (laughs) He's got some air there. They didn't put ankle tilts. Damn it. Stand him. Get out. Shoot. (laughs) And again, these are from Hasbro too, so these might be poorly transformed. Yeah. Um, And then we've got... I think the only new one we haven't seen before is uh, Lockdown here. Dinger, Lockdown. That looks a lot better than the... Last uh, 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 Age of Extinction. What is it? Age of Extinction. I'm getting all confused yeah. now. It, it makes you wonder why Dakar is bothering to reissue the Age of Extinction one when this is about to hit. It looks yeah. like um, that lockdown looks like if you turn around, it looks like his back might have a lot of car kibble. Because if you look at the back of his leg, yeah. you can see the yeah. wheel. If you look at his upper arm, you can see the wheel. But other than, I, I mean, it still looks good. Like that, to be honest, like just with how much that design cheats and its transformation. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I feel like this is a figure where if Peru Kill hadn't just come out, we'd all be praising this for being such an accurate lockdown. Yeah, but that's third so we, party for twenty-five yeah. dollar deluxe. Um, and the thing, like, it, yeah, this does look good, but I feel like it still is just in the back of your head that ah, oh, could be better. And that Stinger, Stinger looks, looks like great too. Stinger yeah. looks like he's got his head looks like one of the um, Power of the Primes Prime Masters. Yeah, <laughs> yep. this looks weird. <laughs> I, mean, I, I guess it's accurate, but yeah, it's always been a odd design. Yeah, Stinger. Don't know. He's really don't know about his whole roof sitting on his arm. Yeah, because in the weird. movie he had that claw weapon. He and Bumblebee had. Oh, like, okay. He had like Megatron's arm cannon from the second movie. Oh yeah, Mrs. Yep. Van's trying to replicate that. His hands just look really, really comically big. Like he's got Mickey Mouse hands. Yeah. Mm. Like, <laughs> Stinger, I mean, he certainly looks good, but there are some very clear flaws here. Yeah, I didn't get the Age of Extinction Stinger because they done a um, target uh, Toys R Us exclusive. I think it was Takara only did it, and then Toys R Us here imported it. But yeah, no, it wasn't okay. no like a was really, gonna... really rare exclusive. I it seem wasn't... to think it was just a it was just a red Bumblebee, but his bot mode was different. It was literally just a red bumblebee because in yeah. the movie they used the same CG yeah. for robot they just mode just him different car modes. Yeah. 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 So the robot mode was fairly accurate, though neither figure had the claw weapon. Um, but the car mode was wildly off. And as you <laughs> said, there's a third party one at the moment that's a lot better, so isn't that like a masterpiece going on for lockdown? The lockdown, yeah. That's the masterpiece then, scale, isn't it? Peru kill? Uh, yeah, he's MPM scale, so his car mode's the same size as MPM Bumblebee, but yeah. he transforms into like a leader size figure. Yeah, the Stinger we've seen is only a deluxe size L Voyager. I think it's smaller, so... Yeah, there was only a deluxe. Deluxe. We haven't had any third-party offerings for him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Crowbar, of course, which died pretty quickly. <laughs> <laughs> unceremoniously by uh, Ironhide before he himself got shot in the back. I just I remember him like dreads though, so that's kind of neat. He was like, yeah. yeah, he was one of the dreads. They were speeding down a freeway, and then for no reason they transformed and ran the rest of the way. It's like your cars. Why are you running down the road? You just that drive down the road. <laughs> but then that's the other thing too. We got a crankcase and crowbar for Dark of the Moon. Now 
crankcase was he must have been in a lot more boxes than what crowbar was because i never i seen him once and that was it mm. um he's not a figure i've ever seen again so i don't know if that was just that later waves of dark of the moon that never, never got a wide dispute released in the last night or is that another dread no that was crankcase again ah which yeah, oh, yeah dread yeah. um that lockdown looks good they all look good yeah just weird that the Bumblebee's the old Camaro. It's not the concept. Yeah, I guess it basically they've done so many Bumblebees now that the last thing for them to do was go back go and back. approach the yeah. original with modern engineering. Yeah, true. I could quite happily have those cars just parked in front of the movie masterpiece figures. Oh, just yeah. as sort of like the alt mode representation so I didn't have to transform all the time. But I think yeah. We won't get a movie masterpiece B. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, then, yeah, they would have been licensed for the film, so. And with the, you know, attention to scale that they've been putting in with this line, it seems like they're, they're trying to carry it over to the alt modes as well. Now, yeah, this is the pick I was really keen to talk about with them all lined up together. <laughs> if you see, like, these, there's three different size classes here, but there's just all manner of different sized figures. So yeah. they've really just gone and paid a massive amount of attention to scale. Like, you look at how Ratchet and Lockdown tower over Bumblebee and Jazz, even though they're in the same size class. Mm. And then Lockdown Yeah, but Ratchet should like, be bigger. <laughs> Ratchet works, I reckon. Ratchet I mean, works. It's, it's never going to be exact because it does still have to fit into that price point of whatever size class they're in. But it's, yeah, it's, true. it's close. You know, when lockdown is a uh, is close to prime. Uh, you know, Starscream's a Voyager, but he's still much taller than Prime. And then you look at those little jets. Yeah, like you know, Blackout. It looks like regular leader size. You know, a bit taller than your Voyagers. And then Grimlock just towers <laughs> over him. <laughs> like, that Grimlock. Yeah, that's going to be a massive figure. So I'm. Is he? So no, we see him at one. We'll see him in a minute in Wonderfest, but yeah, massive bot. Yeah, this is. I'm so glad they've gone ahead and done this, like, because it means that you're going to be able to actually get some really more accurate setups going without the confines of your size classes. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And lastly, the. Uh... Hello. <laughs> Yeah, he, abominous. He looks like abominous. That's the one. I'd completely lost it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can it's see him being re- repainted into a Piranacon or King Poseidon. Yeah, Jason made the point during the week that uh, he got the short end of the stick with the feet for some reason. Yeah, being okay, so that's tiny. Just, that's just how they um how all the feet at least are. Be yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's always going to be a third-party upgrade, no doubt. Oh, yeah, perfect effect will do the job. Yeah. So, yeah, some interesting bots there. Some I want to get and some I don't want to get. <laughs> yeah, Another one. A few of them are older, and I reckon, you know, just be a nice line to sample. Have, they've gone up for pre-order already? Uh, yeah, I know at least HLJ and Toybot Imports had them, but HLJ has just sold right out. 
what are they um compared to retail? Are they on par with retail? Um, like they're selling for thirty bucks deluxe, or are they more? Toybot has um voyages for a dollar less, deluxes for two dollars less, and uh, leaders for five dollars less, and then HLJ it varied. I think deluxes are about eight dollars and leaders when I checked were about twenty seven less in Australian retail. But oh, okay. you also have to take into account the shipping from HLJ. Yeah. If you're using private warehouse, then you just buy them all in bulk and it shouldn't be too bad. Yeah. I got um I bought a figure from HLJ last month and uh got here like within a week. So mm. it was certainly you know a viable option. They're surprisingly fast, like but and they're also just really reputable. You know, not yeah. local but they're decent. Yeah. Oh, good to know. Lastly from Toy Fair, we got uh the big guy himself. We're wondering if we're going to see him. Predaking. Um, Titan class Predaking. Yeah. Just yum down. In yeah, color. definitely. <laughs> Actually, that shot there, he looks even bigger than Devastator. Like that one. Yeah. He looks high huge. I don't think we've got an official measurement for him, but I don't know if they're going to keep on trying to go off the biggest Transformer ever on the box, are they? No. I they not. topped it with Fort Max and... It's not much point bothering really. That thing's bloody massive. Yeah, they yeah. could have curved his wings right up so they're in a big circle, so he's four inches taller. <laughs> now the new biggest one. Yeah. Suddenly a new contender emerges. Yep. <laughs> well, they nice said big they um. Feet. Yeah, it it actually just looks like as it should be a faithful re-update to the G1 toy. Yeah, I think we well, you know the individual modes didn't look quite as good like they're a bit chunky they feel yeah. like they, so, they feel so they're more, g1 yeah that, that's the thing they're not <laughs> um, so they're not your cartoon or comic you know the fiction accurate figures uh but you get that with the combined mode so the way i see it individual modes are your updated toys combined mode is yeah a fancy version of the actual character I mean, that's a on your toy on nice your TFW. Why would you even let that one go on there? Yeah. Still, oh, that's a. You can still see their watermark, and that's all that matters. That's a new mistake. Um, it's weird that there's no like sword with this guy. Yeah, well, we joked last year that that's going to be the uh, either the SDCC exclusive or the first thing from Perfect Effect to announce. Yeah, true. Also, get Takara pulling. Yeah. 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 Is um I got the I got the Takara Devastator just because two reasons. One, it's more cartoon accurate and it comes with individual lasers for the constructor cons, which I don't use because I keep him in devastator mode. Yeah, well <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And so just like Devastator too, he's a bit messy around the back because you got the yeah. robots tucked up there, but and even then, like we all anyone who's owned or owns Feral Rex, you know, they love that figure and he's still got that stuff hanging off the back there. Yeah. Um, yeah. To the point where it makes it really friggin' hard to bend his knees. And whereas with these guys, it's completely <laughs> This one looks like he's already got his legs bent. Yeah, yeah, so it'll probably 
actually be a more functional combined mode than Feral Rex, if I'm honest. More stickers. I've always found it yeah. weird, though, about Predator King. I, just his face always looks weird. You, ha- you never really see it in the cartoon, and the toy just always looks weird. It's, it's, it's really generic. You expect something a bit more bestial, but it's you just... expect the beast, but yeah, it's just like a visor and a mouth, and you don't even see that in the cartoon. You just see two big fangs for a forehead. Yeah, wonder but, if they um, try to go more toy accurate. I don't think. I mean, this guy does look like a lot of stickers, but I I think they're probably going to be factory. Uh, well, factory applied, but looking at Dive them. Bomb and Rampage, they um, those look like they're require you know the person to put them on themselves yeah and all the bots before did devi come off a sticker sheet nope i don't think it did did it he was the only one that didn't come with a sticker sheet yeah so it's definitely i just never bothered with him yeah too much this is definitely a sticker it's not paint so obviously you can have a if, if they, they said if um, stickers, then I'm hoping that the size of a figure means that they'll come as a sheet rather than being pre-applied. Yeah, and there isn't there isn't 400 there isn't 400 here like Trypticon. I think they said um, in press release that it's going to be five voyages. That raised the claw huge. He looks like he's leader class, unless the uh, the black thighs are part of the leg robots. Yeah, they just hang off the back of the legs, like. It's actually yeah. a really poor design decision. <laughs> I mean, I'm hoping they're removable, but yeah, in the individual robot modes for leg guys, they're just those entire five sections are just hanging off the back. Yeah, and I brought that up last week, the fact that it's only five bots, not six like Devastator, so that torso's got to do some extra stuff. I feel like or maybe here. if it had been, you know, four voyages and a leader, that would have worked better. Yeah. Yeah. Or, you know, just... Make something else a Titan class and do this as a standard style combiner, because Devastator was always bigger. But I don't, I don't recall Predator King really towering over the other combiners. Because Predator King was sort of always built up as his character of being like an unstoppable war machine, and you know, like he's like the perfect hunter, the perfect killer. But for someone that's got those sort of character accolades, you probably want him to have. Um, Pride of place among your combiners if you do collect the combiners. Yeah, I'm probably going to lose our last or two remaining listeners. Sorry, Chris. Um, he's a season three bot, isn't he? Yes. Yeah. Introduce season yes. three. Yeah. So by then, most of the other combiners were dead already anyway. Um, Although, yeah, Computron yeah, Compu- that coming. Was the Bominus in the cartoon? I've, yeah, I've, he showed I've up once. Showed but, up. um, the cartoon, Predator King as a combiner, his only opponent was ever Skylinks. He didn't actually have yeah. a combiner, combiner. That's what I was trying to. That's what I thought. They, those two used to just go at each other, and he was always bigger. Skylinks always got the better hand, but yeah. then you didn't really see Predator King used as this hunter killer that he's built up to be. Hmm. Mm. Still yeah. going to be awesome so, to have. Yep, you're happy with it. Max, yeah. happy with it? <laughs> yeah, like, it what was... does look like a bit of a big, dumb figure, but, you know, it works. Plus, it works twofold. Combine... Let's be real, we're going to keep it as Predator King for the vast majority yeah. of the time. Like, you know, 
some of the combiners that I've got, the individual modes are fantastic, but I pretty much never take them out of combine mode. So yeah, this is yeah. all I need to be. Like this figure represents sort of two fan different sort of fan bases. You've got the G1 fans, and you've also got um, Beast Wars fans, because these guys are the original Predacons. So there's also that. Let's not go that far. <laughs> <laughs> I will not be buying this because it's a Predacon, let's just say. <laughs> Max, you might know more about this. I've seen a complaint in the group during the week. Apparently this is following pretty closely to one of the third-party releases that are already coming out in design. Or is that uh, just someone going after Hasbro taking back their IP? Well, um, I will not name names or do anything. But I, I, my response to that thread was to tag someone in the comments um, to highlight how dumb it was, because this okay. is nothing like Feral Rex at all. I was, yeah, I was going to say, all right, but too I'm, easy. Yeah, I think Hasbro may be inspired by some of these third-party designs, but they, I mean, even if they are accused of ripping them off, it's not like the third-party people are going to be able to sue, are they? Well, it just bring back our age-old theory that they're owned by Hasbro anyway, and they just done the engineering first, and now they've yeah. made a simple version. Oh, well, you might see, um, that one. yeah, some <laughs> of these third-party designers might actually be working for Hasbro now, and that's why you're getting these. Um, anyway, moving on. Yeah, that too. You never, you never know how all this works. It was just like the um, like it was a uh, Toy World Bruticus. No, not Toy World. Someone at Unique Toys that then become. Another one because they uh, took their designs with them, but uh, Zeta Toys. I think. That's the one. Which yeah, like make them yep. really cheap. <laughs> well, they'd already had the designs paid for, so it was just a matter of making the figures. Moving on to Wonderfest 2018 roundup. Um, Takara Tomi were there with their booth showing off some figures. Some of this stuff we've already seen, um, so we'll breeze through it. Some new oh, the masterpiece. Uh, dirge and frost that we've seen before. I still need. Like most, most really, though. <laughs> I think this is all the stuff available at the show because they do have the exclusives there as well. I need those two. <laughs> uh, there, those two displays. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I like oh, weird... these displays are awesome. Like they've got the sort of the final battles from the last two movies there. Why is Megatron sitting back there with no arms? Because <laughs> he well, he got one arm cut. Oh, I yeah, I just realised this is the um in the spark chamber. Yeah, and I guess Nitro the thing is supposed to be Quintessa. Yeah, Prime's about to go in there and smack her with his sword. With that was squeaks. a really cool moment, actually. Yeah, uh, and then except yeah, the for the say hello to my little friend, that wasn't. Say hello, to um, friend Bumblebee. Yeah, we got some um, cat images from uh, Toy Fair as well, or from Hasbro officially released of their Power of the Primes Optimus Prime leader figure. But um, they'll just renders. Here's the actual bot within a little detail minus color. Which detail wise, this thing looks fantastic. Oh, yeah, it's just loaded with it. It looks like you know, not only we talk about third party prototypes a lot, you know, and they often. We just covered in stuff, and this looks to be along the same sort of lines. Yeah. Now, this has got the um, the evolution mode, just like the Rodimus and the Prime, where uh, 
he comes down into his, uh, I think it's Transmetal 2 gorilla mode. So yeah. we'll see some more photos of that in the future. Yeah, so I guess the big guy is, he's, he's got to combine robot mode and then for bit, once the little guy comes out, then the big version goes into the optimal optimus gorilla mode. Yeah. And then yep. that little one to, is the optimus primal robot mode and alt mode is a surfboard. Yeah. And as you were saying before too, Max, he uh, comes with a matrix and a nice little clear chest in his cockpit there. Yeah, <laughs> Which even that matrix looks nice and detailed. Yeah, it's. I feel like the matrixes have all been fairly, you know, a bit too beefy in this line. But in my is opinion, that the same? Is that the same one that comes with one. the others? Yeah, but they've all so had the middle... slightly different color schemes. Yeah, so yeah, they've got different colors. See how this one looks. You pop yeah. out. Doesn't the middle pop out with Prime Masters? Yeah, I thought I could see the head there at the bottom of it. And the uh, the Go way it's it. positioned um, is. I think it's just meant to represent the way. Oh, the place where Optimal Optimus had the spark of Optimus Prime in Beast Wars. So that's a really, I mean, to some people it's like, well, why is he showing it in robot mode? That's just how it was for that brief time he had the spark. So it's a really good place to have it. And if you don't yeah. like it, you can take it out. Yes, you can. Yes, exactly. You can choose your own adventure. <laughs> yeah. Um, some prototype images here too of the big boy himself, Predaking. Uh, we like just saying. I'd like to see some color shots of him sometime. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. This does show that you can move those cannons forward, and then also you can compress his elbows a bit so he doesn't have really long arms. Yeah, that's yeah. a couple good details to know. There's a bit of options with him to display him how you want. It's a bit pointless, but I would still like to see a comparison of him with a previous Titan class. Here you go. For, yeah, for size, scale-wise. Yeah. Well, I imagine they'll be out soon enough anyway. Yeah. I do like just seeing these great prototypes so you can actually see how much detail they put into it. Even yeah. though most of that will be lost when the whole arm's just orange. <laughs> <laughs> Customizers delight. Oh, yeah. Um, There's hunger. Hunger. Looking surprisingly okay for being <laughs> the exact same engineering as Silverbolt. Yeah. Odd that that's a deluxe with those legs pinned on like that. It looks like yeah, it's the Legends figure. Deluxe. Especially with the hands being so obvious. Oh no, that's the um, com that's the combiner hand. I thought that was a yeah. robot mode hand up on top, but no, it's a... Yeah, I'm not a fan <laughs> of this prime armor gimmick. Yeah, it's going to stay in the box. It's Blot. I love Blot. He's awesome. Nose monster. Love it. Yeah. <laughs> Little cutie pie. <laughs> I don't think you can go wrong with Blot. No. This one's... Is it Sinner Twin or is it... Sinner Twin's a, a blue and yellow one. This is Cutthroat. Yeah, but is he still Cutthroat or do they have to change his name? I think they made a big deal um, when these first got leaked that like, they were able to keep all the original names for them. Oh, good. I've still got that like little legend, Legends Master one here as well, falling apart. <laughs> and there's Ripper Snapper, who I think just came out. He looks great as well, sort of mm. shark with legs. And it looks good too, because um, you can see at the end of his uh, left arm, you can see like the robot mode fist, the hole. Yep. But the good thing about it is it doesn't go through. So when you're looking at it from the outside, you don't see like a huge gaping hole. It's actually filled up at the bottom of the fist. Okay. So it's pretty good. Yeah. 
That's a kind of nice little touch. I'm loving the creative retooling on these. Like for sure, I'd like some more, some more new engineering. But the fact that mm. you know you've got, from what I can tell here, Silver Bowl into Hunger. Um, yeah, it looks like it. Yeah, Strafe into Cutthroat, and yep. friggin' Groove into Ripper Snapper is just insane. And I love too, just for a bot that's mainly blue, they sort of got the detail, the red in the shoulders, that chest detail, the silver on the head, and yeah, rub sides for them all too. Yeah, and in the combined mode, he has a regular Decepticon symbol on the right hip and then a rub sign on the left. Mm. Well, um, I saw a video review. It's actually the the proper Decepticon logo with like a black outline. Oh, it's, a, it's, it's, not, it's not like a rub sign... You know, you rub it and it shows it. It's actually always there. It's just got like a really neat black silhouette around it. Okay, so maybe it's just a homage then. Yeah, it's just meant to be like a an aesthetic that looks that inspires that sort of thought. But yeah, it's just always a Decepticon symbol. There's like video reviews for um, oh, what's the upper? Was it Cinetwin? No, it's not Cinetwin. Ripper Snapper. Yeah, there's reviews of him and they show that. It just looks like a different Decepticon symbol, but it's a really nice homage. And, of course, he's got Superion's bent antenna. <laughs> yeah, and he's also got the um, Matrix in him as well, which is there. They're a little bludgeoned. Yeah, yep. it's one of the uh, Prime Master armor things. Oh, okay, they're doing that. Oh, I've got the half oh, a shell of that. Punch. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, some of this stuff we've seen, so we'll skip ahead. So, oh, battle hey guys, we'll reveal uh, Battle Trap, because that isn't out already. Because, <laughs> yeah, no one, or- no one already knows about that. Mm. Um, movie Masterpiece, as far as we know, Takara, do- oh, not Marvel, see Studio Series, uh, Takara just releasing the uh, exact same as Hasbro, so... Yeah, so well, let's see, we've... Force with the yeah, lines. We've seen Movie Masterpiece, Bumblebee... It's good to see that Mask they're doing piece. that, though. They're, um, you know, like, Takara's release is just going to be Hasbro's, so that way, you know, if you get the Hasbro retail stuff, you're not going to be miffed in a few months when you yeah. see the Takara announcement, like, you know, different paint apps and different features. Yeah. The more I see this Masterpiece Dinobot, the more I'm going to make all my Maximals into robots now when I was going to keep them all as animals. <laughs> <laughs> it's got some weird stuff it has to do, but... Yeah, but, um, the transformation on this is just going to be insane. I'm pretty sure a few people are going to be really pissed off when they get him from whatever mode he arrives in to the other. <laughs> well, Primal, I'm pretty sure they've all been in Robe or Beast. I think Cheetah was Beast, wasn't he? I, I don't have them myself. Yeah. But... Yeah, I'm pretty sure they are because my primal still hasn't been transformed yet. Um, but that whole that whole section there, sort of, it just seems like it folds over <laughs> on the back. The arms go back because when you go back to the rear backpack, you can see it's all just tucked in there. So under yeah. underneath underneath all those panels is obviously blue to make his backpack and spine and all that bit there. So I think this figure is going to be getting a lot of different fan modes by the looks of how many different portable things there are. Yeah. But still, it still looks fantastic. I'm glad that I got onto awesome. it. And his chest mode still looks like the stuff of nightmares. <laughs> <laughs> um, movie Masterpiece series. Uh, here we go. 
Grimlock, Leader Grimlock. Um, bit of an improvement over the original one we got. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Mate, I never thought the original one was that bad, but after a couple of years, this just blows it out of the water. Is this the prototype we've seen a couple of weeks ago that we're I talking think so. about? Like that looks like a painted up final. Yeah, so mm. a couple of weeks ago we saw a, like a 3D printed prototype, but I think oh. it was missing the skirt armor because it looks like all the rest of it is the exact same thing. Yeah. And it's definitely got those that, long um, fangs too, like yeah, the real yeah. long teeth that we're questioning. I mean, it just the mold itself looks fantastic, but the detail on this thing is blowing me away. Like the amount of paint shading and all that dry brushing on it is crazy. I say definitely knocks the ball out of the park for a movie. Grimlock. Or you, mm. yeah, you think just... you could also have the Optimus ride him? Do you think that would be like a hidden feature? Oh, yeah, you can. They, there's an image from a magazine um, that popped up earlier today that showed him riding on Grimlock. Oh, I don't cool. Those ones. Story, though, but uh, if you look at that one, you can definitely see that you'll be able to get that prominent in, no worries. Yeah, they yeah. definitely look like they're in scale with each other. And then you compare him to Blackout as well. Like, that is a much larger figure. It actually but makes Blackout full, look, like, look like a smaller leader than what he actually is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's not even fully standing up straight there either. His legs are bent. He's, oh, yeah, he's he really seems to be hunched at the waist too. Yeah, like, he's this... bending forward at the torso. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he does actually. Scribblock is appealing to me. I mean, <laughs> I do have this worry that He's not going to have a right fist, and that, that um, mace is just molded on there. But people have said there is a hinge on on the mace, so I'm hoping that that just opens up and there's an actual fist inside. Oh, okay. Either way, that'd be like one issue on an otherwise what looks to be perfect figure. Yeah, because the um the arms look to be totally different, don't they? Yeah. Whereas... Yeah, I'm still trying to see what that right arm is. I don't. Yeah, like I think it, I don't I get think it. The um the foreground and the background are blending into yeah. each other. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's just the entire forearm and mace assembly is on a... It's sculpted at an odd angle. Mm, yeah. Whatever the case, if, if that isn't removable and if he doesn't actually have a proper right arm, that's going to be... It'll be an issue for sure, but it's going to be an issue on what looks to be a just about perfect figure in every. Well, would, would you, for Grimlock though, would you be displaying him in bot mode or dino mode? Bot, I'll Depends go bot. on how much space I have. <laughs> oh yeah, that's a good but point. Then, yeah. But then you've got the other problem of him not matching any of the dino bots that have been released currently unless Wait, you get that, that, um, that five pack. Yeah. None of the dino that bots five pack would be huge. <laughs> like, they're all undersized as well. Like This is the yeah. only one that actually be going for any sort of proper accuracy yeah which makes you wonder if they're going to make another scorn for the last night why wouldn't they make it here as well just repaint that scorn yeah yeah yeah, i haven't got it but apparently that that scorn's pretty good you suppose like the original one was one of the best figures in the entire aoe line and apparently that the voyager improved on that yeah yeah exactly a, a reissue here or you know, yeah. just a yeah, just do this paintwork for that scorn. Yeah, yep. As I said before, we're getting another Age of Extinction lockdown, no change. 
Uh, movie vest lockdown. Why do you exist anymore? Uh, speaking of why do you exist? Actually, this, this is um, what Max was saying before. When people get combiners, they always keep them in combine mode. I think the Dinobots would be the one exception to that rule. Yeah. Oh, yes. Uh, <laughs> do, you, do you reckon? Just maybe. <laughs> oh, God. I mean, I, I'm you know not opposed to Dinobot combiners, but they've been long established as an individual subgroup, not a combiner group. Yeah, Hasbro's like, oh, third parties are doing it. We might as well jump on this train. Unleash the beasts. <laughs> yeah, but they look better. If you're going to do it, just make it look good. This looks like... Yeah. It, it yeah. feels like an afterthought, really. Yeah. yeah which I suppose is a good thing, because with Dinobots, you want the individuals to be the absolute priority. Plus, there's no official um, way to integrate Scorn into that. No. No. I'm sure it's a 5 mil peg somewhere. There are fan modes, but no official. For a while, I had Legends Acid Storm slapped on my Menosaur's chest because you can. (laughs) Yeah, true. Um, The new Takara. That Jetfire is horrible. That's not a movie masterpiece. It's a a re release of Jetfire, isn't it? Yeah, because it's lockdown. It looks like he's squatting. And all of them are yeah. basically unnecessary now. Like, because they're doing the same thing. They're reissuing the Voyager Megatron from Revenge of the Fallen when we're getting a new one. They're reissuing Voyager Starscream or Deluxe Starscream, which one of the two. Um, yeah. And we're getting well, a new That's the later Megatron, too. Is that a new yeah. paint job or is it exactly the same? It's a lighter paint job with. He's got yeah. the red mark on the face. Yeah. But, yeah. like, we just. And we don't have a another official counterpart for that, but Rensora just came out. Oh, no, it didn't just come out, but Rensora exists and blows this thing out of the water, so... Look at poor Jetfire. Yeah, strung so up on the stuff. <laughs> like, being crucified and put on the back of Optimus. Yeah, it's like, oh, I'm going to spend my damn life like this forever. I think the, um, mm-hmm. the actual toy, the original has that, but except... The face quills on the side, they're pushed up to actually cover the face. Yeah. Of the head. I not have that. It's probably again. It's the same mold, so it's probably just mistransformed. Yeah, I think that's what's going on here. It's just, I do uh, love... Got better paint jobs on his robot mode. Yeah, I do love all the uh, photography cards here. They haven't put the strike through the photo over the camera. So that, does that mean you're allowed to take photos? Yeah, it's just like photo okay. Yeah, yeah um, I think so, yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, one of the, uh, the last photo in this set will be of a security guy with his hand over the lens. <laughs> yeah, what is that? What are That's we got? Go-bots? Oh, Diaclone stuff. Uh, di- oh, Diaclone. Yeah, if you're looking to buy Diaclone stuff, just there's 50 million knockoffs now. Yeah. <laughs> like, to a point where, you know, Max Fans Toys, they just pack in a little Diaclone robot with each of their Transformers releases. <laughs> <laughs> also, the, uh, we got to look at some of the Star Wars stuff as well. Darth Vader, we've seen a bit of. He looks yeah. cartoonish. Yeah, still not I'll... the greatest thing in the world, but like, it looks no. If, if he looked like at, like that in the movies, he wouldn't be a screen icon. No one would take him seriously. Not not the top two greatest villains ever. <laughs> yeah, definitely not. Considering it looks like he's skipping. <laughs> Like, if, like if, if, if you were force choked by that guy, you'd be laughing your head off the whole time. 
you'd laugh to death. <laughs> You're like, what are you doing? <laughs> I do love the detail on the Falcon. That does look oh, great. Just um, as an actual Falcon, that looks fantastic. Yeah, yeah, to get yourself a $40 Falcon or something. Like as a display piece, just like that, as it is. No yeah. transforming or anything. Because when you do transform When you do transform him, he becomes Bumblebee, then drift. Where is it? Oh, down here there. Yeah. <laughs> They're horrible. <laughs> you get Chewy and you get Brawl. <laughs> I've, seen, I've seen a lot of people saying that these look good. And to those people, I'd say you're dumb as a box of hammers. These are terrible. Oh, uh, well, I mean, some people get enjoyment from seeing these things, but... I, I'm sure, like, I enjoy it as a gimmick. I don't like yeah. it's a funny idea. Uh, but... Has anyone seen Rebels? Uh, I watched the Darth Maul episode, which it's... was really funny because they use lightsabers as helicopters. Oh, okay, we'll stop there. <laughs> um, is Chewie in that? Does Chewie. that look like a like a Rebels-style Chewie? Or not? I don't think Chewie's in it. Uh, I don't okay. know. Are these meant to be the characters, or are they meant to be like battle armor, like they were yeah, like, a decade or so ago? They're sort of just robot versions, I guess. Like because they come with little Han and Chewies as well. Yeah, yeah. I guess they're like Mecha. It's like you know, Star Wars cross Transformers cross Gundam. That's enough mm. for that. <gasps> Statues. <laughs> <laughs> Quickly. Hey, it doesn't move. <laughs> and Primate we've seen Alright, that's Wonderfest A few things in there are definitely interested in getting Yeah, a couple of better looks And we got a Toy Fair Shows us some alternate perspectives on uh, Predator King What have you Yeah, they had a lot of the move, the other movie Or other masterpiece stuff there It's the uh, MP Prow Plus And the uh, Shadow Panther as well But we've talked enough about them That's going to do us for tonight. We had some uh, had some little some third party news and some more uh, Legends class third party stuff as well. But uh, we'll talk about that next week because I spent some money today and might actually have some to talk about next week. Oh, Jason hooked me and I went and watched some YouTube reviews and God damn it, I'm hooked. So I uh, to uh, take take the plunge and uh, hopefully they're here next week. But um, that's all I've got for new acquisitions. What a taste. Groovy guy. Yo. You've got some stuff to talk about? I've gotten one or two pieces since my last uh, visit here. Um, Most recent uh, review, I think also latest acquisition is uh, Power of the Primes Rodimus. Hmm. Here he is in his Rodimus Primer. You can see bits of his uh, hot rod mode, but it's... Oh, hands. (laughs) Yeah. It's really not that big of an issue when you get him in hand because he is actually probably the figure that we should have gotten 30 years ago with the uh, animated movie. He is actually really, really great. He's got um, all four modes. You've got your Rodimus Major car, Rodimus Prime Space Winnebago. Uh, you got your little hot rod, and then you got your final Rodimus Prime. So he's definitely... It's all about uh, the Winnebago. Yeah. Every time I hear Winnebago, I can't not think about um, Spaceballs. <laughs> uh, Legends Overlord. Uh, Still I haven't got, seen him yet. 
Yeah, this is different from the Titans Returns one because the Titans Return, there's nothing in these bits. Um, yeah, I heard the other day. Apparently, the the new one, the um, they're glued shut or something. You can't put the Titan Masters in there. Oh, or is that wow. the power? Or is that the power? Oh, and it might be the Takara one. I think the issue with the, I think the issue with this one is that you can't take the things in his chest out. Oh, okay, that might be. Yeah, it. that's why I got. This one over the Hasbro one, because this one is more uh, screen accurate to the anime uh, Super Godmaster Force. Uh, he yep. also comes with two Titan Masters. We've got, uh, I think that one's Lord Geiger. And in the jet, we've got Lady Mega. And they both become heads. They both just become different heads for whatever mood you want your Overlord to be in. <laughs> so this one is more of a, uh, I don't know. Oh, yeah, there we go. Like a happy feminine face. It's... It is rather feminine. Yeah. Well, this is Lady Mega. <laughs> and then we got Lord Geiger, who I did a video review of this guy, and I was just totally in awe of his chin. Look at that chin. Oh, that's... Wow. That's you a weapon. Being off that. Masculinity. <laughs> this is Bruce Campbell in Cybertron form. Yeah. Yeah, do they got... both fit in the head? They both store in the head, do they? Yeah, they're both um, different heads for him. And the, okay, um... so the other one stores behind that head. No, in, no, in... the other one I just keep in the cockpit. Oh, I thought you pulled them both out of the head there. No, 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 no. They're just okay. um, one head, room for one head, and the other one just sits in the cockpit, yeah, ready to uh, be launched. Yeah, so it's a good little storage. And... Fiddliest bastard of the week goes to this guy, Takara oh, wow. Tomy Mall Legends, uh, God Jinrei. Uh, this is the Japanese uh, Power Master Prime mold with the God Bomber add-on. <laughs> oh, those feet still. Yeah. That torso shiny. That's some bling there. Shiny. And I also got, because he comes with um, exclusive cab and minerva figures so i got them in there like uh megazord mode <laughs> um yeah yes. he's um he is very very fiddly and the instructions are not very like i said in the video review they're literally black and white which is very difficult for a colored figure to understand what goes where yeah um but i do believe i've got everything clipped in nice and tight first few times i had him in this mode this chest piece would flop about quite easily, but um, he does sort of clip in here and all there. And yeah, getting Gold Bomber into this armor mode, he is um, very, very fiddly. So now that I've got him in that mode, sorry that he's, he's standing, uh, he's definitely going to be staying in that mode. But reviews for all three plus a few other figures I've gotten are on my Groovy Guy YouTube channel and links will be in the description. Yep, we'll put them on the run sheet. So check that out. Excellent. Uh, should I show the picture again? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> all right. We'll see how so I'll show this. That. Well, I've shown it, I showed it in my video review and it hasn't been flagged yet. It's been up for a couple of weeks now. But yeah. Um, there is Minerva, who is shown in the anime as a schoolgirl, although I think uh, this story is set 20 years after those events, so she is legal now. So you can, 
you can show that. Not that it makes much uh, difference. But probably Japan. best not to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sure. So, yeah, that's all I've got for latest acquisition. So, on to Max. I'm sure someone has in their card, some uh, in their wallet, a card that uh, allows them to show or look at that photo. <laughs> Max. Is this card that says, please do not show this photo yeah. to that person? <laughs> <laughs> it says, please respect my culture, which includes sexualizing children. Um, on that God. lovely note, uh, it's taken me about a year and getting scammed not once but twice. But Ooh. at long last, I have an MP36. Nice. Is it worth the wait? Uh, yeah. I mean, okay. That's, look, yeah, yeah. that's a welcome, very good welcome, yeah. welcome to my world. <laughs> he does... So much right, like so much right. If we're talking about just the stuff which he succeeds at, then he's the best transformer of all time, hands down. Right, like mm-hmm. the accessories are great, especially you know the alternate faces and the chest plate. Those are all fantastic. Build quality is rock solid. Um, he looks like a perfect Megatron. The articulation is maybe the best out of any official transformer. Uh, and the transformation is an utter joy. Like, I've never had this much fun transforming a figure. But it's severely hampered by some just QC issues, which are just nothing short of frustrating. In the starters, like, he's got this uh, limp right uh, left arm, which it can hold a pose, but it can't hold an accessory. Like He needs to swap all. guns. Swap guns for a week. Yeah. <laughs> It'll build that bone structure a bit. Like, yeah, yeah, and this is arm day. There's, no, there's basically no way I can tighten this. So wow. it's stuck like that. Oh. Now, is this is this a... Where are we at with Megatron? Is it a second or a third re-release? Uh, or? I think this, this is the... This is, I think they've only done one re-release. Okay. I'm pretty sure this is it. Yep. So you'd think that, you know, in the year or so since this guy's first run, they have fixed some of the QC issues, but no dice. Um, another thing is the uh, stand, which I was pretty excited for, you know, nice flight stand of your MPs. Um, it doesn't plug in, like, at all. Wow, I tried, really? I tried, and if, I, if I push this any harder, it's going to snap, because it is Ugh. a tiny little peg on there, and if I do anything more than I have done, then I guarantee you it will break. So the peg's too big for this hole? Uh, yeah, it's the you have or just the goes in like square peg, okay. like square, square peg in a round hole. That, yeah, it's that, but literally that it just doesn't go in. Oh, strange. Um, and then of course we have this piece of shit, uh, <laughs> the silencer. Right, I, I do like the gun add-ons. You know, uh, I could have done without them. You know, if they'd have just left them out of a box and shave fifty dollars off the cost. Oh yeah, right. <laughs> but that's what they um, did with the original Megatron masterpiece. Yeah, yeah. They in- that they gun was bigger them, though. And in Much gun bigger. mode, it does look good. It feels good to hold. It's nice and solid. Um, and but I'd heard plenty of issues. If okay, if you put this on, it's going to scrape the paint off your barrel. So I said, all right, well, I'll take precautions. So I disassembled this entire thing. There's a little insert in the middle there, and it says. It will say, okay, you shave that down a bit and it'll just slide on nice and easy. So I was extra careful. I filed and sanded and 
sliced as much as I could on that attachment. Oh, and this thing is still uh, the paint's all scratched to hell. Like this is uh. never going back on the figure because, like, just a couple of times going on, and this is and the uh, paint on the tip of a barrel is just irreparably scratched. It's incredibly frustrating. That's a shame. And the, the thing is, right, he has these issues, and ordinarily, like, maybe if it was, you know, like a regular retail release figure, you'd overlook them a bit more. But hmm. it's the fact that this guy excels so much in literally every other way. Like, it's just it, every single other aspect of his figure is above and beyond anything else I've ever handled. And to have those issues there is just so incredibly frustrating when you compare it to how well this figure executes everything else. Like you've paid a masterpiece price point, but it sounds like you're getting QC issues from like a dodgy third party kind of. It does. Thing. Sort of. I mean, I still feel like I did get my money's worth because yeah. the stuff that I enjoy about this guy, namely you know, the transformation and the posability, are fantastic. Like they are without a doubt. Um, my favorite uh, transformation and articulation setups of any transformer ever. Like it's just a joy to handle. Hmm. But those issues they do come into play, and it's like you know maybe I would have been I would have been happier if that some of those accessories just weren't included. So then you don't have to. It's almost like those issues you just don't think about them. It's like I was saying with the DX9 Chigur a couple of weeks ago. You know, he's got that plank, which parts forms, but is kind of unnecessary for the overall figure. So it, its existence kind of just makes you view it in a more negative light. Yeah, sort of like they're including accessories just to up the price, but don't really yeah. serve anything to the figure. More, yeah, more to justify the price. Detriment. Yeah. yeah. I, think, I think the price would still be up whether it come with those accessories or not. The accessories are just there to try and soften the deal. Yeah. The one thing we haven't talked about this week, which is um, some rumours, rumblings going around that we might possibly have seen the box or box art for a new Masterpiece Prime. Um, if that's the case, you can only imagine what swag's going to be thrown with that accessory-wise if it is a new Prime. I think you but, like put the ballpark somewhere in the region of 400. Yeah, 400. Yeah. Which even has a you know, fully featured trailer at, and all the shit that will come with that nowadays i wouldn't put that out of a question in all honesty because mm. people i know that have got mp10 like a good friend of mine he's got mp10 he was like this is the definitive optimus prime it fit, fits perfectly with masterpiece because it's the new masterpiece scale it was the first figure released in that scale and i've seen it with um like classics figures and it's like a good leader class figure optimus prime so why do you want to redo it yeah well they uh, released the it's, it's old engineering, yeah. 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 It, it can do with an update, but a plus version, if you're going to update the colors, a plus version would have been fine. So mm. we'll, we'll wait a couple of weeks and see what that's going to turn out to be anyway. But, um, well, this, uh, the Masterpiece Dinobot, that's meant to be the highest price point so far, isn't it? Well, yeah. Well, I paid 260 for mine. Wow. Yeah, that's pretty good. I heard 300. Yeah. Retail is about, I think retail is 270 bucks. Yeah. Whereas with Megatron, it was 
250, I believe. Yeah. Sounds like it's going to be like a bit of a downhill, well, maybe an, maybe a good thing for collectors with like the price going up, but also accessories going up. But with Max's sort of Megatron issues, it sounded like maybe Masterpiece could be taking a misstep. Probably in the best place it has ever been. It's yeah. just you're paying a lot of money for it, and that makes it that means that when it does screw up, which I know is it's variable. Like I've seen some people have a really commonly breaking spot on their Sunstreaker, whereas yeah. mine has perfect QC, right? Yeah. And I think I got that for good value for money. Whereas if you have that common breakage, you're going to think that you got ripped off. Mm. Right. Or very unlucky. But there's a lot of people grumble at the moment because they reckon Masterpiece is concentrating too much on Beast Wars and movie Masterpiece figures as well, which is why we've only had Sunstreaker a repaint of Hot Rod, and that's about it for the last year for new new masterpiece designs. Anyway, so yeah, I think sort of trying to go with they're trying to create molds that can be as diverse as possible. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's a reason we haven't seen any triple changes or anything because they're just they're yeah redecos for those. There's only like one redeco you could do for Blitzwing, and other than that. Nothing. Hmm. I suppose one one last question on Megatron. Why is this okay? I know why because it's official and it's a cartoon uh, version of the character. But why have the five third party ones and even the original Takara one before ignored the grey cartoon version all gone silver? Is that just to have a silver pistol? I think so. Yeah, it's just I guess people have a lot of nostalgia for the toy. And then yeah. in the cartoon, the color did vary a bit. Like sometimes he was white, sometimes he was gray. So I guess yeah. yeah. that's probably why MP10 ended up to be gray, not white too, because Prime does the same. Yeah, but um, I, I do. I actually really, I think the gray works out as a really nice sort of premium color on this. It looks uh, good it, as a display it, piece. Yeah, it, it's just a shame that putting the figure through standard use will remove that lovely gray paint yeah it's transforming a transformer figure can actually damage the transformer figure which is yeah. yes surprisingly i haven't had any chips in transformation it's all been that friggin silencer yeah no, that's a pity. I, I had the original masterpiece megatron and one huge thing was that it could easily snap in half but i never had that problem uh, yeah i was lucky with mine too are there any issues like that with this new mold, Max? Well, in terms of build quality. Yeah, all the like joints you... move freely. Apart uh, from yeah, the elbow. Yeah, a bit, a bit too freely. <laughs> a bit too freely, like yeah. <laughs> the actual, it is a rock solid figure. Like, there's so much that moves on here, but it all works. It all locks super solidly. And there are a couple of transformation bits where it's maybe a bit too tight. Um, and so I do worry about breaking it a bit, but you just go slowly, figure out where you're applying pressure and it's fine. Um, and it is just really well built. Um, you know, and he's, especially when you consider stuff like he's got ratchets just everywhere. Except for his elbow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's mm. a rock solid figure in both modes. Um, so build quality is certainly not the issue. It's those couple little bits that in the context of a really excellent figure seem uh, a lot worse. I was going to say, you reminded me, um, 
Power of the Primes Rodimus. He has more clip joints than is perhaps necessary. Um, first time I got him into this deluxe hot rod mode, I thought he didn't have any shoulder articulation. But it turns out he actually sort of, he has like three or four different clips that get his modes, his arms into car mode. And it's just really tricky to sort of undo them. And some of the clip joints have led to uh, stress marks uh, in the plastic. But at the same time, where those stress marks are, it is really, really thin, thin plastic, which it still hasn't broken. Um, and I've heard so. people say that, you know, just putting um, like a hairdryer, like heating up the plastic can actually apparently remove white stress marks. But it's just something to be wary of with this guy. Um, he does have, I think, an excessive amount of clipping together. In just yeah, more modes. yeah, I had the same issue with uh, like the chest box on Titan Fort Max. Where um, it would just uh, like just moving that up and down, it just gradually cracked around the pin. Yeah, that's not what you want. No, it just seems unfortunate that a lot of these things are screen accurate and they make good display pieces, but playability. A bit. That's why. Yeah, that's why all my stuff going goes into the mode I want it in, and it stays there. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's take some photos it's and that's breakages it. is sometimes you'd be like, yeah, that was my fault because you try and push a joint too far or something like that. Drop and a, a tub on the time, tail. It's just standard use, right? You do what the instructions tell you or you're moving a joint exactly as it should be moved and the figure breaks, which is, and that is incredibly frustrating because like, I did everything right. Mm. Yeah. And, it still damages. I've the most expensive figure I've broken. G one Overlord. Ooh. Oh no! Not not a huge breakage, but still enough for me to know. But I think it's easily fixable. I just haven't gotten around to correcting it. Right. I've broken two of the same one quarter scale figure. Oh yeah. <laughs> Oh, look at you, Mr. Perfect Brad Ostron Mole. Oh, no. No, before. I <laughs> I was packing for Supernova Gold Coast two years ago and sat a 50-litre tub down the back of my fans' toys uh, slug. Oh, no. Slug? <laughs> Snarl. And uh, broke three of the four spines off his tail. Oh. So that's painful. It is. It was. <laughs> anyway. Yep. Anyway. That's us. That's us for tonight. Um, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Club news. New memberships. We've still got them going on. Um, we had a couple of meetups in Queensland and Sydney last week or the week before. I think Jason could talk about that when he gets back on in a couple of weeks' time. And look out for our next members giveaway in March for uh, Easter. So that's it. Uh, head on over to transformerscca.com to find out everything that the uh, club is up to. The podcast is up on Podbean at transformersweekly.podbean.com. The run sheet for this episode and other episodes go up on the Facebook group, uh, Transformers Weekly, and um, the website as well, and the Podbean site. So go over there, check that out if you want to see uh, anything we've been talking about. 
I hope to get a new episode of Transformers Legends recorded with the young fellow this week so you can have a look at all the uh, Toy Fair stuff. And um, we'll be back next week, Jasonless again. He's <laughs> over at he's uh, over at the Telephone hey. Mega Show in Barcelona, so I'm sure I'll be getting uh, a lot of information to try and get me off Apple, but it won't work. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so until next week, Groovy Guy, thank you for coming on, filling the spot. Thank you for having me, as always. Pleasure. You're welcome, man. Max, thank you. Thank you. And uh, we'll see you all later. Catch you later. Bye-bye.